that, that's just not nice. We got Jeremy Kahn coming on, and we got to play a George Pickens highlight, and we got to play. By the way, I, I have my love for the Ravens. Uh, very disappointed in them. Really, this entire season offensively so far. Yeah, I think they're going to bounce back, though. I, I think, do, too. I, think I still have confidence. They got to get a little bit healthier on the offensive line. I think that comes this week. Also, they have been preparing for this trip. The last time they did the London trip, they got blown out. Remember that? So they've been preparing for this game, and I think they're going to get a little bit healthier, and I think that offense is going to take off. It's going to be the spread offense, and then it's going to be Lamar running into light boxes. I'm, I'm excited. I think they get it going this week. I actually like them against the Titans a little bit. I actually do too because I don't you know how I yeah. feel about that Titans offense oh yeah I don't trust anything I'm glad you finally come on board you were a little bit of first I had to kind of get you no, over no, here. I was like come on man Titans theory don't do is it. when you count them out Vrabel covers but <laughs> I, know, that's the, it, I don't know that Titans theory I, I was talking about this today I don't know that that plays in when you leave the uh, United States of America this I, is true we're gonna wait and find out this week well, we can ask Jeremy Conco's the big bag morning show 105.7 the fan in Baltimore and Odyssey station uh first off Jeremy I want to apologize for Scott playing that highlight that was mean yeah. that was cruel sure. uh, as somebody that has bet the Ravens to not only win the division but did sprinkle the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. I like the price. I'm not happy with the way this offense has looked so far, but then again, man, everybody's hurt. So, like, I don't know what to make of them because we don't know what team they're going to have out there week by week. What do you, like, going into this game now against the, the Titans in London, I mean, could we just look at this as maybe like a clean slate, a fresh start? They're going over there to foggy old London town. They're so frustrating right now. Yeah, do you want me to pause so Scott can play some highlights of the Orioles and then maybe the fourth quarter of the <laughs> game? Or, I mean, what else does Scott want to throw in there for us? But, uh, no, look, I, this this feels like anytime you, you run into the Titans and their pass defense, it feels like a get-right game for the offense. The weird thing is, coming into the game last week, the Ravens hadn't dropped the pass, and then all of a sudden, depending on which outlet you're looking at, they dropped seven or eight. And uh, it's just a crazy game, but I do feel like it should be a get-right spot. They're getting healthy at the right time, as healthy as I guess you could be. Um, but they're going to play on that turf, which looks just awful. <laughs> I, do, I wouldn't even want to play on it. Um, but, yeah, I, look, I, I think this team, there, there's a lot of pieces that they have there in place. They should be 5-0, and and I know everybody's going to go would be, should be, could be, all that stuff. But it really does fall on the coaching staff. I mean, they're – one time out away from telling a, a returner not to go for a fair catch because they put three seconds on the clock. And and also whatever the hell you want to call it last week where they just beat the crap out of the Steelers and the Steelers won the game. So, I mean, it was just some weird anomalies this year, but I feel like we're used to seeing that from a Ravens team that's always trying to figure out what their identity is actually going to be. Yeah, and to defend them, I mean, Lamar hasn't had his starting offensive line since week one. And I think that they're going to be able to run the ball, especially if Tart's not able to go in this game. He's dealing with turf toe for the Titans in the last two weeks. I mean, the run defense has really went downhill for them. For the Ravens, you know, when they do get a little bit healthier here on the offensive line, uh, you know, do you think they're going to be able to protect Lamar in this game? When you look at the pass rush for Tennessee, I think that's what this one comes down to, right? Protecting Lamar because he's still a little bit sensitive when he's under pressure. Uh, do you expect them to be a little bit better when healthier, or do you have some concerns about this offensive line? I mean, I still have concerns until we see them all together and really do it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like, you know, the big argument that you saw the talking heads fighting over was uh, Lamar not with ball security, and then I, I what was it, Dan Orlovsky going back at um, Chris Canty and saying, what do you want to do? He was passing the ball when he fumbled. Right. And it is weird because, like, you do hear some of the national, like the talking heads, and even in, in Baltimore where people are just talking about how bad everything was for Lamar. I mean, outside of the pass to Odell Beckham, it was a pretty damn near flawless game for him outside, you know, of that and then the drops. You know, like, 
I, I don't know what more you want from a guy. Like, he really did perform well. I didn't like that last pass. There are some people that thought Odell Beckham could have fought more for it, ran a lazy route. I mean, I've heard all of that. But, uh, you know, it, it's just kind of tough when you look at a player that you think highly of, and now they finally have the weapons around him, and then you see his running back go down. And as you pointed out, his offensive line hasn't been there. He's been missing two pieces of the starting wide receiving core. And, you know, it's just been kind of – and then you're installing a new offense, which does make it rather difficult. But I'm not trying to make excuses for them. They should be 5-0. and oh. They're 3-2. and two. All right, so Zay Flowers, I've loved what I've seen from him so far, except those drops. When yeah. you're talking about drops here, he was the one guy that I've gone over on his receiving yards, Jeremy, like every single week, man. <laughs> I, I know what we saw last week. Some There was also a couple times where he was just overthrown. Look, should I go back at over 56.5 receiving yards with Zay Flowers this week? points this weekend too and I know everybody's going to love this under but I just feel like we're going to see a faster track and an offense that get, that's going to get off and for as good as this Ravens defense has been I mean they've given up some big plays and uh, we've seen them in years past against this Tennessee Titans offense where Derrick Henry's plotting and plowing through them I mean this run defense isn't isn't what it once was it's still very good um, but you know I, I still think you can move the ball on the Ravens defense as good as they have been statistically um, I wanted to ask you about the Bengals, actually, because I was actually considering be- uh, betting the Bengals. And I was Ooh. looking, we were talking last night, I know, and especially after what Seattle did against the Giants. But the Giants' offensive line is brutal right now. They're missing the entire left side of it. Daniel Jones was sacked 11 times against Seattle. But I need to see that defense uh, against the Cincinnati offense. And if T. Higgins is able to go, I feel like this is the perfect buy-low spot. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. You could get 50-to-1 prices on Burrow to win MVP. Uh, what do you think about Cincinnati? Are they back or, you know, just last week they played the Cardinals? I think I need to see the second week because I was yeah. all over them last week against the Cardinals. And, you know, the the week I was all over them earlier in the year thinking that they were going to bounce back after looking poor and play the Ravens tough. And then I just kind of got laughed out of town uh, as bad as Cincinnati looked. And, uh, you know, it's just it, it's hard to say because, like, watching that deep ball from Burrow to Chase – and I, I talk about it all the time. I'm the president of the Jamar Chase fan club, even living in Baltimore. I don't care. I think the guy's an absolute stud. But that 70, what was it, 75-yard pass, it makes you think, whew, they might be back. And now with T. Higgins, could it could it look different with uh, how they've been running the ball? I mean, it all stems from, from Burrow. And if he's trusting it and stepping into those throws, their defense, I've seen a couple of games where they look really good. And at other times, I don't know if it's because the offense is leaving them out there. It's like, Maybe they are more of a middle-of-the-pack defense. Um, But, yeah, like they should be able to torch Seattle and how banged up they are in the secondary. Uh, Jeremy, when you're looking at just the Titans in this game, I want to get more to the rest of the division with you, but I do want to kind of look at this Titans team. Mm -hmm. Would I be probably not going out on a limb guessing that you look at Derrick Henry as the biggest threat that the Titans have that the Ravens need to worry about? Because that Titans offense, man, it's a rough watch sometimes. Yeah, like I'm not really concerned with Derrick Henry with the fact of the way that Patrick Queen and, you know, especially Roquan Smith has been mm-hmm. playing. And, and if Roquan Smith is on your team, I mean, that guy's a damn joy. Like the stuff that comes out of his mouth sometimes where he's like, I don't care if they want bulletin board material. We're in the NFL. You should just go out and play football. Uh, I don't consider myself a Ravens player until we beat the Steelers. And like he's just, he's one of these guys that like just, he does remind you of Ray Lewis without a lot of the, the rah rah BS that could come along with it. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I just think that this team is is really good. The other threat that I that, that would bother me when I look at this Titans team would be DeAndre Hopkins, even though, you know, like, look, he's not the same player he once was, but uh, we saw the Ravens get beat in the secondary a couple of times last week. And, and, look, Marlon Humphrey coming back a little bit slower. I'm not worried about him. 
but they called that play, and you know they were they were what are they uh, talking about it being what was it called Randy after Randy Moss? Yeah, and he got beat on that touchdown. So you know, like I, I do worry about some of those pieces. I think DeAndre Hopkins can be a threat. Um, and Tannehill can be a threat with his feet, but like again, I, I don't know even what to think about the Titans. They're always that. Ugh, is this really what we're having for dinner? Like it's just, I, <laughs> I don't like them at all. <laughs> I love Mike Vrabel, but I hate that team. Yeah. I hate every part of it. Yeah, they're on my like I don't want to watch them list. Oh I, yeah, them, the Giants, pretty much the NFC East, other than Philadelphia. Hey, uh, leave my Commanders alone. No, <laughs> we better. Hey, we got a new owner. Everything's a, gonna be hey, different. When you get a coach that'll go for it on fourth and one, I'll, I'll start watching. He you was guys Riverboat Ron when <laughs> nobody was doing it, and now the league's passed him by. Damn it. He was Riverboat Ron when he would quarterback sneak Cam like. <laughs> Right. Fourth and goal, <laughs> you know, because Cam was six six. Do you think there's any chance that maybe Baltimore looks to make a move, especially at the wide receiver position? Like I was really excited for the OBJ pickup, just because it's a one year deal. Where if it doesn't work out, then he's gone next year, and you didn't really break the bank on him. And then again, we talked about the drops, but you know, we're going to watch Denver here pretty soon in about a half hour, and they got a guy like Jerry Judy who's not happy. They got Sutton, they got a bunch of angry guys, and we're seeing that a little bit more in the NFL, where it used to be like an NBA thing, guys getting moved at the deadline. We're seeing that, especially with wide receivers. Any chance Baltimore might be aggressive if they don't figure things out here in this new offense soon? They very well could be. Um, you know, there's a there were a lot of rumors. Like there, there was a rumor over here, and I'm sure people have talked about it, about Stephon Diggs wanting out of Buffalo, and uh, Marlon Humphrey said on his podcast that uh, I think he made it seem like it was a defensive end on a team that they played um, had come up to him and said, "Man, I got to finish my career in Baltimore." And I think for a lot of defensive players, this is where you want to come now. It's interesting to hear more and more wide receivers talking about coming here, knowing that the offense in, under Giro or Greg Roman was kind of, hey, it was almost like Pop Warner football. We're going to run it 70% of the time and then throw it when we can. And when we throw it, it's not going to look pretty. Um, and then now we have hopes, uh, you know, with, with the what Todd Munkins brought. So I do think that, uh, you know, as you start to look at um, the way things are going in the NFL, like there are some of those teams out there that we're just going to sit here and say that we want to scratch them off the list and they're not any good. And I get all that. Um, and maybe some of those teams become sellers like the Broncos. Like I've heard what the Colts are interested in Jerry Judy. I think a lot of teams will be, but the Ravens have never been one of those teams willing to give up draft picks. So, um, or at least high end draft picks. So the the big question I would have is, would they be interested in making a move for Brian Burns? Would they be interested in making a move for another offensive lineman or even a running back? If they're not happy with the group that they have, probably not in in that aspect but it wouldn't shock me to see them make some sort of splash i I guess wide receiver might surprise me just because of i mean they have four first round picks and not that's the end all be all but it just feels strange to say that you have four first round picks and you need help there yeah watching when you talk about teams like the broncos being sellers my god i mean it's just clear now that this team is they've got to make some changes at least defensively i was going to ask you about this game but then i saw taylor swift pop up on the screen in front of me uh so i got distracted and i figured i'd just ask you about that at what point did you get sick of the taylor swift travis kelsey conversation or are you still all in on it because my god i hate it even though jeremy i'm now falling into the trap and being a hypocrite by bringing it up to you but i figured everybody else is going to talk about it so we might as well do it with you no i just love all the funny parts of it like seeing some of the 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 swifties that are wearing kelsey jerseys (laughs) and it's spelled like (laughs) k-e-l-s-e-y and you know like all the all the weird stuff out there. I loved um, the the memes when Chris Christie was in someone's box and somebody was like, "Who the hell is he dating on the Cowboys?" Like, you know, it's just like I think some of that stuff's fun, but it just gets beaten to death, right? Like now, and I know we're all degenerates, but I don't want to bet how many times Taylor Swift's going to be on TV. I don't want to watch for that reason, you know. Like it's not the Super Bowl, which I can get past some of that stuff, but 
why the hell does she want to fly to Missouri on a Thursday night, like when it's windy as hell outside? I mean, come on, lady, what are you doing? No, you're no, you're getting. I, she's getting the attention, right? She's getting all yeah. the attention love, she can ask. Jeremy, me. love makes you do crazy things. It's not. It's not God, it's okay. So the, yeah, he Ryan. Not only does Ryan think that that's true love, but he also thinks the Broncos are going to cover tonight. You got the Broncos or Chiefs in this? Yeah, buddy. I like. I'm leaning. I, I like the under with the weather, and but you know things can get strange there. They're talking about thirty mile an hour winds. It sounds like some of the rain's going to miss, but um. But, yeah, like, I, I'm more with the Broncos here, and it makes me sick to my stomach because oh, I hate pull- – it's a vomit play. It's a total vomit play. Yep. But, like, it's a short week Thursday night. It's one of the worst teams that we've seen playing football against a team that we think's good but statistically hasn't looked good, and they've played down to the level of their opponent except for the Bears because it's impossible to play down to that level. And, you know, like, when you look at it, I, I think it makes sense to take the 10-and-a-half. I thought this spread should have been, like, 14, and it, it just stinks to me a little bit. Jeremy, is there anything that you really like in the NFL or college football this weekend? Um, I, yeah, I like Houston tonight, but I know we're past that. Uh, looking at this weekend, I think I'm going to be on Notre Dame. Uh, I like that yeah. Ravens over a lot. And believe it or not, I think I'm going to be on the Bears this weekend. With yes! yes! Another vomit play. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm kind of talking myself into yeah. maybe the Bears go on a little bit of a run. And by a little bit of a run, I mean like too many games to get Drake May or Kayla Williams. Because as a Packer fan... I don't want them getting either of them or the Vikings. <laughs> Anybody else could have them. I don't care. And then the best part is they also have the Panthers' first-round pick. So right now, statistically, they have the first and second pick in the draft. They're going to end so. up getting probably Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison, and then my life's over. And I'm <laughs> stuck with sick. I'm stuck with Jordan Love throwing three picks against the Raiders. The Raiders but may not have Bears. three interceptions the rest of the season. Up, man. You know You're that. right. You're right. Yeah. They'll take Spencer Rattler. You know, Sorry, Chicago. Uh, 